0: and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. Today, we are discussing the relief and the freedom of simplicity. How simplicity can be a superpower. Simplicity can give us greater success in business, 100%. How simplicity can give us greater success in relationships. And simplicity can give us greater success in happiness. It's one of these things that every time we become overwhelmed, filled with anxiety, we feel like there's so much on our plates, that's the time to listen to ourselves. There's too much on your plate. And when we take the time to simplify, we can actually tap into a greater ability to find the resources to refocus, to find happiness, to find calm, even to find freedom. And simplicity doesn't have to mean that we're taking away options. In fact, simplicity opens us up to more. And that's what we're talking about today. How can simplicity actually give you greater success? How can you have everything you've ever wanted if you're willing to simplify along the way? So let's get talking about it. You know, what I'll tell you is the greatest example of this, I was thinking the other day about the first time I went to... The Cheesecake Factory. I don't know if you have one of these restaurants near you, but if you've ever been to an old school diner or the Cheesecake Factory, you'll know that the first thing that happens when you walk in is you are blown away by how enormous the menu is. The menu is overwhelming. There's so much in there. And when we go out to dinner, our intention isn't to go and read all night. We usually go out with an intention of spending time with the people who we're with, definitely to eat. But... The lowest thing on our priority list is the need to sit and read a whole volume of food descriptions. So it becomes overwhelming. And what's the first thing that happens when you sit down and you're overwhelmed by a menu? You ask your friends, what are you having? We try to simplify our options by asking each other, what are you having? What are you having? Isn't that the first thing we say? Or perhaps we ask the waitress, what do you recommend? When we're trying to narrow down our options to simplify. So we already have this tendency. And isn't it so funny when, when you go to a restaurant, I wonder which one you are. Are you the person that asks, what are you having? Because that gives you an idea of something you might want? Or are you the person who asks, what are you having? Because that eliminates that option for you. Are you one of those people who has an unspoken rule that is nobody can order the same thing at the table? (laughs) I know, (laughs) it's a ridiculous rule, isn't it? But so many of us do it. What we're really doing is we're just, whether your rule is to open yourself up to new options that maybe you didn't identify on your first perusal of the menu, Or it's to decrease and eliminate options because you definitely don't want to do that. Either way, we are simplifying for ourselves. We do it innately. We do it easily. We do it easily with low stake items like choosing dinner. We just know what to do. We default to it. So why don't we incorporate it in more aspects of our lives? We know in business, this is such a critical rule. This is how Apple is the behemoth and the enormous success, the most successful company in all of history by simplifying. They took an incredibly complex thing, technology, computers, and simplified it to such an extent that we keep it in our pockets. Even the symbolism, that apple, that single apple and that white, clean look, so simple, makes it easy for us to consume. So in business, this is a superpower as well. We think that by niching, that by simplifying, we're discrediting ourselves. We're not showing the enormity of our knowledge or our expertise, but it's the exact opposite. People love to understand. And simplify. If you can take a complex issue and simplify it for someone, they're all in. Same thing with relationships. You know, when we can simplify, when we've tried to gain so many additional friendships and so many relationships, one of the big culprits of this is social media. Hundreds and hundreds and thousands of connections and friends can be overwhelming. Really, studies show that we really can only tolerate a certain number of relationships. Otherwise, we feel lonely and lost and, dare I say, overwhelmed. COVID was one of the great teachers to us for simplification. Many families are now turning to things like homesteading, just trying to eliminate things because during COVID, we realized when we were forced to simplify, we realized how stress relieving that really is. How much freedom we gained when we simplified our day, simplified our possessions, simplified our expectations, simplified our communication with one another in person. We just eliminated it. One way to simplify is elimination. Elimination sometimes is a great pruning technique. I know in my personal life, I feel the same way. Sometimes when I get to that place where I'm overwhelmed, and yes, that still happens on occasion, I know it's time to prune, time to simplify. What have I introduced into my life that I really can do without? Elimination is a great tool. It allows us to really know what it is that we want, to strategize, to focus. It's a clarifying tool. Being able to simplify gives us the power of clarification. What do you want? And there's that second aspect of simplifying, and that is asking yourself what you want. Sometimes when our lives get so complex, we realize, oh, I've been doing that for someone else. I've been saying yes to that thing because I didn't want to disappoint her, but it's not really something I want to do. And now it's com- adding complexity to my life. I know during COVID, one of the things that was really restricted was getting together with friends, our social interactions. So many people found enormous benefit from that. We realized that there were relationships that we really were indulging in and dedicating time and effort and brain space to that maybe we didn't need in our lives. And maybe just by giving ourselves permission to simplify, we found more freedom of time. So, elimination and then asking yourself, What is it that I want? Another way to simplify is by chunking it down. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in, but it can actually get worse this is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. My 15-year-old right now is in an advanced placement class that is rocking their world. (laughs) They are overwhelmed with the workload on top of everything else in their lives. And one of the greatest tools is just to chunk it down into sections, into segments. And this is how we can achieve great things. So it is a fallacy to believe that by simplifying, you have to eliminate always you can still incorporate wonderful big things. You can still have enormous dreams. You can still have it all. And one way to do that is by chunking it down into pieces. This morning, my day seemed overwhelming at first. I have expectations of myself on every hour. And what made it simpler for me, I sat down and I just wrote down exactly what my goals were for each aspect of the day. Just by chunking it down into unique, specific tasks made the day a lot more approachable, easy to face. I just allowed myself to simplify and not have extraneous expectations of myself. And yes, I eliminated a few to-dos on that list. It's a great clarifying exercise that allows you to just pare down to what really is important and to let go of the things that really aren't. So you might be saying, okay, well, that sounds like I'm going to let go of a lot. That means I really can't have it all. That's not true either. Think about one of the most complex skills that you've ever learned. Driving. Think about how difficult that was when you started and how overwhelming it seemed when you first started. You couldn't learn to drive, learn to fly an airplane, learn to be a dentist, learn to, um, play the flute all at once. You needed to focus on one thing at a time, and learning to drive was the primary part of your learning at that time. And then you had to chunk that down. Well, I've got to pay attention to the road. Now I've got to pay attention to the speed. Now I've got to turn the sound off on the radio, and please, no arguing in the back. You had to just simplify and focus, but look at how far you've come. Now, driving is easy. We would never say as an adult that we needed to simplify driving, although sometimes we need to still stop the yelling in the back seat. But it's almost second nature now. So when we simplify things, we can actually redirect our focus to what's important to learn, to master, and then we can move on from there. Health and wellness coaches will tell you the same thing. Don't do everything at once. Don't start a fitness program and a diet and start drinking water and get outside all at once. Pick one thing. Focus on that. Simplify. And then allow yourself to master that one habit pattern. We can use our habits as a way to take advantage of simplification. So when we simplify and say, you know what, I'm just going to start drinking more water every day and then once that habit pa- pattern became becomes ingrained in our daily lifestyle now we can introduce number 2 this is one of the skills that i love to teach to my patients as well i give them an opportunity to just focus on one skill at a time let's start with just when are you going to put your liners in and when are you going to take them out let's just focus on those two things Let's make it very simple. Let's simplify your day. Let's tack it on to other things that are happening in your day so that it doesn't feel overwhelming because even something like moving your teeth can be overwhelming. So I wonder if for a moment we can imagine simplification in the lens of happiness. We can see how it can release stress. We can see how it can release overwhelm, but how can it actually increase your happiness? Well, by simplifying, we get to focus on the things that really matter. This is why we love getting into nature, the simplicity of it, right? This is why we love vacations, because we take away doing the laundry, doing the daily tasks, going to work, going grocery shopping. We simplify. We just spend time with ourselves, time with the people we most want to. Maybe we simplify by focusing on things that we haven't given ourselves opportunity to like adventure, but just the simplicity of it, not the overwhelming nature of it. Self-imposed limitations have a surprising way of freeing us. So not limitations of our potential. I I don't ever agree with that. I never think that we should be self-limiting our potential but self-limiting our expectations of ourselves, unless it feels wonderful. So simplicity can actually increase your happiness. How can you simplify your life right now? How can you simplify something in your life that seems overwhelming? How can you simplify and acknowledge the most important aspects of what you love, what brings you joy, what brings you happiness? And either eliminate those things that you really don't need or just double down on the foundational aspects of what makes you happy. What adds value to your day? You know, one of the things coming up I do want to let you know of before I sign off here on this episode is that on March 26th, I am speaking at an incredible event called Next Level Live It's a live event in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's just in the morning. I just, I think, believe somewhere between seven and noon. And in that time, there are going to be some amazing speakers. One of the things that I really have taken great value from is in learning from others and in person and in an environment of like-minded people. I've really missed the in-person events during COVID and I've been so fortunate to take advantage of online opportunities. But this is one of those really impactful in-person events. If you've never been to an in-person event before, then you haven't yet experienced the transformation that can happen in just a few hours. And I know it can be intimidating to go to one if you haven't been to one before, but I'm telling you, even if you know nothing about personal development, even if you're spinning out of control, it really is such a great place to just go and be in the presence of people who have great suggestions and inspiration and motivation. And what it does is exactly what I'm talking about in this episode in terms of simplification. When we can look to someone for advice or support, they allow us to simplify and to focus that beam of attention on what it is that we really need to pay attention to. So I invite you to join us. It's, as I said, March 26th in Worcester, Massachusetts. There's only a handful of tickets left. So if you haven't yet checked out Next Level University, send me a message at Taryn At thebizofhappiness.com or look up Next Level University live uh, online. And if you need help getting tickets, let me know. Um, I can't say enough about it. I think it's one of those times in our lives when we can really simplify and allow other people to guide us and give us the inspiration that we need to do great things in this world. Because simplifying does not mean you have to let go of greatness. In fact, by simplifying, we can actually achieve greatness. And when I say greatness, it's whatever version of that is for you, whether it's success in your career, success in your love and happiness in relationships, or whether it's just happiness with yourself and living a life of joy. So join us on the 26th of March in Worcester, Massachusetts, and let me know. Let me know if you want to be there. I look forward to seeing you there. And one of the things we'll definitely be talking about is the value of feeling good. And remember, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember, today is going to be a great day.